we're talking about. We are back at it again, watching from ringside. Thank y'all for joining us. Me, wait a second, just me this time. It's your boy Bota. Gene wasn't able to make it this time all around, but that's okay because you have your boy Bota. We have our what is this? The Solchelada. Boom, and we're an easy day. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast at home, go ahead and crack yourself an open one. You deserve it. You deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. If you're driving, don't drink and drive, please. And speaking of drinking and driving, your boy got in a car accident. And not because he was drinking and driving. He actually just got off of work. I just got off of work. My day job, my shoot job or whatever. I had gotten off of work. I was super excited. I got check in hand. I'm going to go to the store, get me some tall boys. This was on Wednesday, by the way. This was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Getting off of work. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my stuff, get ready, get ready to pregame, maybe go to this rave tonight, uh, uh, you know, and then and then have ourselves a happy Thanksgiving, also Black Friday, and what have you. The problem with that is that we're going to car accidents. This runner ran a red light, and I ended up T-boning him. I know. It's fucked. It was pretty bad. It was a total loss. Your boy barely escaped with his life. Um, am I injured? A little bit. Nothing's broken. Thank God. Could have been a lot, a lot, a lot worse. Always wear your seatbelt. If I hadn't worn the seatbelt, I would probably would have just folded like origami. Yeah, it would have been pretty bad. And to everyone out there, please be careful. Uh, use hand-free stuff. I don't know if that other person maybe was drinking, maybe was on their phone. Please put the phone down. Look in front of the, of the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Stoplight, you know, whatever. It's, it's really important. Just pull over for a quick second. Have the party room right next to you help you uh, send those messages and whatnot. And if you're not comfortable with your partner going through your phone, well, maybe that's on you now, is it? <laughs> Anyways, uh, just a little bit of a uh, general, general, general housekeeping. Uh, we haven't been able to bring you a couple of shows. There's a lot of stuff that's been going down with our regular, regularly scheduled programming. Uh, but of course, just like you guys, we all know that life, when life hits you, life hits you pretty hard. Uh, in my case, earlier this week, it was a, it's a whole ass fucking, a whole ass car. <clears throat> Did I hurt? Yes. Am I still hurting? Absolutely. But we're all trying our best. We're here trying to give you guys uh, the content that you guys can, that you guys uh, crave. Obviously right now, uh, I am at home orders. I at home orders. I'm scheduled to stay home. I'm not going to be out and about. The doctor told me not to be lifting heavy things. The doctor told me not to be moving around or doing anything spooky. And, you know, your boy's pretty spooky. So the only thing he can do right now is sit at home. Luckily, I was able to cop this uh, this here copy of Call of Duty Vanguard. <clears throat> Shout out to Call of Duty Vanguard. I uh, was able to cop that game yesterday at Black Friday special. Black Friday deals. And that was on Saturday. So we did was able to go ahead and do that. That was really nice. Uh, oh, speaking of which, I went to GameStop and guess what your boy got? Your boy saw at the corner of his eye. Once he saw that there was no Pokemon cards that he wanted, I was able to capture two Kanem, not one, but two AW Unrivaled Collection figures. I got MJF. And I got Hikaru Shida on that Series 6 sheet here. Shikaru, Hikaru Shida comes with, comes with a belt. Uh, awesome stuff. I want to say the boxes are eh, just a little bit beat up. Just a little bit. Definitely not main condition box. Um, but that's okay. 
still got the figures. Um, no lie, I've been looking for figures, maybe probably since they've since they came out, and I have yet to to uh, to get a figure. I've yet to get a figure. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I hadn't gotten it up until yesterday when I went to GameStop. I didn't know they had cool figures at GameStop. I thought it was mostly Funko Pops. Guess what? It wasn't Funko. Uh, oh, don't get me wrong. It was a big, well, basically just one entire wall of the four, of the four walled square that is GameStop. One entire wall was basically all Funko Pops. Just a little tiny section of Xbox, a little tiny section of, of uh, PlayStation, uh, a little bit bigger section of uh, Nintendo. Uh, I guess because Nintendo, you know, you get a lot all these uh, different collectibles and add-ons and carrying pack pouches and uh, DS lights and, and and what have you. DS lights, uh, Switch lights. Um, so they have different stuff. But anyways, I was I did notice that they had collectibles. They had two. They only had two collectibles because you know if they had more AEW figures, your boy would have copped literally all of them and I would have just cleared out the the mother effing shelf. Oh, unfortunately, there was only two. No Chase figures. But hey, you know what? I'll take what I can get. MJF and Hikaru Shida. Good stuff. I like the articulation on both. From what I can see, I don't think I'm going to let them breathe. If I do, uh, you guys can catch that on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I always thought, I figured I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to let them breathe. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on that one. Uh, of course, always follow us on at WFR underscore podcast. That's on Twitter and on Instagram if you just go ahead and type that. But if you just want to go ahead and type watching from ringside podcast, we're going to go ahead and show up right there. That's Again, that's at WFR underscore podcast. Uh, and, of course, if you want to go ahead and follow me on my personal account, that's at behind the back for two. Uh, that's underscoring between each letters. But if you just type in behind the back for two, your boy's going to come out right there. Beautiful, sexy, long-haired. Adonis, that is, La Volta. Uh, and of course, um, as always, the first person to DM us with their, their thoughts, comments, concerns, uh, what they liked, what they didn't like about the show, first person to DM us about this episode will receive a very special prize from watching from Ringside Podcast. A uh, huge shout out to the last person that received the, the gift, uh, told us not to mention him. He likes to keep his stuff private, and that's okay. And that's okay. But you don't have to. If you want, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast too, if you want us to. But either way, if you DM us, we'll go ahead and send you a nice little package exclusively from watching from ringside. Uh, and as far in terms of this episode, it's gonna we're gonna be I'm gonna be doing a little bit of the AEW Triple R. That's a recap roundup review of the AEW. Uh, I'm gonna be giving you a little bit of a touch up with WWE. Not too much. We got more exciting things to talk about because next week is Triple Mania Regia in the Triple A. Uh, in the AAA scene in Mexico. So let's go ahead and jump right in. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, guys, and I'm very excited. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, let's see what happened here. We have the eight-man tag team match to start up the action. Cody Rhodes, Death Triangle, that's Pack and the Lucha Brothers versus Malachi Black. Oh, I love Malachi Black so much. Andrade Lidolo. Ah, oh, yes, let's go. I don't know if by what's that word for a trans, trans, transcending something process of math or whatever. 
They're also with FTR, but I also am warming up to FTR. What is that all about? I don't know. Uh, Homeboy's mullets? I don't know if you guys caught the in-process mullet that's happening with one of the dudes from FTR, but I'm with it. I'm with it. Mullets and wrestling go together like peanut butter and jelly. Come on now. Uh, good stuff. Um, Cody Rhodes? Oof. What can I say? Uh, they were booing him. Uh, he threw his weight belt. They threw it back. They threw it back. That was a little bit hard to watch. He, they, they, not only did they throw it back, unfortunately, I think they smacked Aubrey Edwards uh, uh, accidentally, I guess, because they, they just threw the weapon back. Andrade then proceeded to grab the belt, throw it under the ring. The people cheered him. Malachi Black, the people cheered him too. Andrade, we love Andrade. You know what I mean? People like FTR too come. I mean, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, sure. But let's be realistic. Cody, you're a heel. Malachi Black, Andrade, you're a heel that people love. Come on now. Come on now. You can't even tell me no. You may come out through that one side, but we all know that we love you. <laughs> so uh, good stuff. A uh, high-flying match uh, uh, action from the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Malachi Black, amazing striking stuff. Andrade Idolo was definitely getting in there. I, I love Andrade Idolo's uh, uh, style, uh, style of wrestling. Moving on to the next situation. Oh, no, no. My apologies. Uh, <clears throat> Malachi Black under the Lilo and FTR were the ones who ended up copying the victory on that. Uh, after that, we have CM Punk versus QT Marshall. It was an interesting match. I would have preferred... Uh, no, no, not that I would have preferred. I, it, was, it was interesting. Not one of his best matches, but you know what? Hey, CM Punk, you can't have, like this like amazing like hardcore match like every every single time i think when it came to just like the thanksgiving i guess like the thanksgiving special that it was we just wanted to have like a nice little match with cm punk uh in his hometown of course cm punk cut the victory uh after that we had colts cabana versus brian danielson now <clears throat> brian danielson is a heel come on now i don't care it's it, it's actually it's great because he's saying that, like, oh, no, I'm not a heel, but then does heelish stuff. It's that he's playing into that delusional heel kind of situation, but kind of in the same way where he was the uh, uh, the guy that was fighting for, you know, the, the green the green Daniel Bryan that was in WWE. Y'all remember that with the hemp belt? Yeah, I know y'all remember that because you know what? That belt probably one of my, my favorite belt designs. That's for sure. But it was weird, though, because he was basically just like, in WWE, he was saying, okay, the environment, let's go. You people are fickle. Consumerism is bad. And then they booed him. But then I'm like, why do you boo him if he's right? Wait a second. What's going on here? And this is how I feel uh, moving forward in Dynamite. You know what I mean? It's not like he was saying like anything bad. Just push him to the situation because it's like, okay, uh, I'm just disappointed. I didn't get to fight Kenny Omega. Now I have to beat you for the title belt. And then they took it the wrong way. But hey, you know what? It's whatever. Because if Kenny would have won instead of uh, instead of Hangman, y'all would have been on Kenny's side either way. So it's whatever. Point is, Brian Daniels and Cole Cabana, amazing match actually. I'm always down for when Cole Cabana, uh, Cole Cabana wrestles. <clears throat> Who here is a Cole Cabana fan as well? Raise your hand. Okay, everyone here. Awesome. Brian Danielson though, uh, didn't end up copying up the victory. Uh, a little bit of under an underhanded situation here. I don't know. Maybe y'all have to see for yourselves, and you you let me know. How about that? Uh, after that, we have your main events. Uh, no, sorry, 
uh, yeah, after that, we have the TBS Championship Tournament match. Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. Uh, everyone was throwing chingazos. Everyone was just throwing hands. Throwing, like, not just hands. What I mean to say is just throwing straight chingazo. Like, chingazo, chingazo, chingazo. Good stuff. Good hearting match. I didn't notice how tall Jamie Hayter really was. Or is. You know what I mean? Um, Thunder Rosa, of course, like always, delivering the hard-hitting uh, pseudo-Lucha Libre style that we all love from Rosa. I get shivers every time. <clears throat> every time the announcer says, uh, from the Tijuanas of Mexico, from the graveyards of Mexico, from from the graveyards of Tijuana, Mexico. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, man. Jamie Hader, though, good in-ring ability. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I would have liked maybe a little bit of more of a backstory when she came in. She kind of just appeared out of nowhere when it came uh, to being one of uh, to being one of uh, the doctor's friends. I don't know what the status of all that is. I don't. I don't know. I guess they're just so happen to be friends. I'm not opposed to it. Of course not. I just would have liked a little bit more of a a little bit more of something uh, uh, when it came to that. In terms of a backstory, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. All right, let's go ahead and take a little break, seats, and let's jump right into ramp. Okay, and then moving on to the next situation, uh, we're also talking about the AW Rampage situation that was on this Friday, uh, Good Black Friday edition of the Black of the AW Rampage. Uh, the first opening match, no, sorry, my apologies. The first opening match was Adam Cole, Bebe, first, and Bobby Fish versus Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Adam Cole, what can I say? Always. A pleasure to see wrestler wrestle Bobby Fish. I'm starting to warm up to Bobby Fish. I don't know if it's because I didn't really follow too much of the NXT side of things, especially not towards the end. I mean, towards the end of the of the previous era, the pre uh, 2.0, should I say? But I digress. Bobby Fish is an amazing guy, amazing wrestler, should I say? Um, Orange Cassidy, always say less, obviously. Wheeler Yuta, I like Wheeler Yuta. I don't understand him though. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. There has to be like at least a little bit of something. Something to go by. You know what I mean? You can just say like, oh, I'm a good wrestler. Which you are. You're amazing. You know what I mean? It's not like I dislike you either, pero what is that all about? What is your situation? What do you do? Tell me what you do. <laughs> uh, uh, amazing match. We're just going to go ahead and write, go like right through it. Uh, in terms of the super elites, they're not there. I'm assuming they're recovering, and rightfully so. They went through hell on that last uh, on that last match. I'm talking about the Young Bucks and Kenny. Kenny, right now, we wish a speedy recovery. Here from watching from ringside. I know it's been, uh, I know it's been. A, I'm sure it's been a doozy. He has been going through all of the surgeries and whatnot. And from a guy that just came back from the hospital a little while ago, goddamn waiting for days and days and days and days i was in the waiting room for like ever and then when i thought i was like okay they're gonna see me now they called my name they basically just took me to the room to ask me some questions check my pulse and i guess just check that i'm not straight up dying immediately once they check that they send me back to the waiting room to wait so that i can get into one of the uh, alleged rooms right now obviously covid is still in full effect uh 
<sighs> Jesus Christ, fucking Rona. Jesus, I'm not even going to get into the whole Rona situation right now. But stay safe out there. Uh, of course, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish did end up copping the win. Good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Um, I didn't see them losing that match, obviously. And, of course, Wheeler Yuta took the pin. Don't know why. Maybe it's because you don't have a gimmick. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, moving on to the next situation. Uh, Tony Nisa, uh, under the homeboy, made uh, made a, what does he call it? A promo. Cut a promo with Tony, with Tony Schiavone. A little interview asking him what the status is. And then he basically calls out Sammy. Basically calls out Sammy. Sammy comes out. And he's like, you want some of this? Come at me then. Uh, Sammy, Tony Nisa is basically like, oh, no, 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 hold on. I'm just messing around, broski. Let's just have the match. One of the matches, Tom. And he's like, all right, word. word. And let's shake hands with They shook hands when Sammy turned around. As soon as Sammy turned around, Tony Nese just clocked him in the back of the head. And then uh, started working the rib injuries of Sammy. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. Who, Tony Nese, was he an NXT guy? Jeez, just goes to show how little I know of, uh, of NXT. I want to say that when right around the time I guess like the four horsewomen a little bit after that, once they moved up to the main roster, I guess I moved up with them. <laughs> um, going on to the next situation. Uh, oh, yes, of course, Tony Nese will get the, the said TNT title shot next week. Uh, Dynamite, I believe. Let's see here. Uh, the second second match on the AEW Rampage. We're talking about, uh, oh, this is actually a Black Friday deal match. LMAO. I remember that. Okay. Essentially, what happened, if you guys remember the Women's Casino Battle Royale, as it turns out, Riho was never eliminated. She actually went through the middle rope instead of over. So she was actually never eliminated in said match. Even though, I guess, like, Ruby was the winner. Nobody noticed, or I guess she sold it, or maybe there was an injury. I don't know what the status of that is. Pero, they, uh, uh, uh. They ended up giving Riho the Black Friday deal match because saying, hey, you know what? Since you were never really eliminated, you got basically a Black Friday deal match uh, against uh, Britt Baker. Basically, the deal is this is not a women's title match. Basically, it means it, what it means is basically a championship contenders match. I don't like it. I didn't realize it was a championship contenders match like afterwards. Essentially, the stipulation was that if Riho bit Britt Baker... She would get a chance against the against Britt Baker for the championship for the actual championship later on. Skis, I don't like it. It's basically a championship contenders match against the actual champion. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. If you're the champion, if you get pinned, that means you're no longer the champion. Come on now, it, it's not a good look. That's some WWE shit, and AEW should have known better. Come on now. Come on now. Ugh, all righty. Point is, good match though. Riho did end up copying the win uh, with that coup de grace that she does. No, it's not called a coup de grace. It's that uh, uh, stop from the top rope. Uh, she's now guaranteed though an AW Women's Championship match. Uh, when is she going to get it? I don't know. I don't know what the status is. What I do know though is that maybe they caught the doctor off guard. Maybe they caught the doctor off guard. Or maybe it was Riho's high flying ability. Uh, very uh, high high level of uh, flexibility uh, that really just like let her pull away from all of Brett Baker's submissions. I don't know if you guys know this. I would say 
that Britt Baker submissions, that's something you have to watch out for as a wrestler, as a female com- a competitor against uh, Britt Baker. If you can get that submission thing locked out of place, get the latch out, take that out of the equation, then you should be good. You also have to be very technically sound on the high-flying maneuvers. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe now that, uh, now that I'm seeing this out loud, wait a second, Riho does seem to fit that description. So we'll see. This is going to be a good uh, high-flying, very uh, very grapply uh, AW Women's Championship match moving forward. I don't know when she's going to give it to her. I know for sure she's going to do the heel thing and maybe extend that back as far as possible. As far as possible because I don't know if that would be after or before the TBS. I mean, after the the TBS uh, tournament right now at the moment. Uh, maybe after. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving on to the main event. The main event. Ah, oh, man. Mark Henry should say it like that. Love you, Mark Henry. Uh, moving on to the main event, Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston has had it with their shit. Has absolutely had it with their interrupting of of him. Stop interrupting Eddie Kingston. He's tired of it. God damn it. They interrupted. Oh, man. I was so sad when they interrupted him on Dynamite. They just caught him in catering. First of all, the... The interviewers basically just interrupted him while he's just trying to eat his food and catering. And then he gets interrupted again in the middle of his promo by uh, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. They absolutely had it with the shin. He's basically like, dude, can you leave me the hell alone? I'm literally just trying to eat. And it, they're like, yeah, 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 we'll leave, I guess. And then uh, Daniel Garcia basically just grabs his coffee and chucks it and uh, throws it at his face and burns the hell out of Eddie Kingston's face. That was a pretty good spot, to be completely honest. Uh, good promo, like by both of them. I, I'm starting to warm up to. I want to say I'm starting to warm up to Red Death, kinda. I don't know. I just, it's another one of those guys. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Needless to say, though, you're an amazing wrestler, an amazing, amazing, amazing wrestler. Uh, I'm assuming because there's a reason they, they give you all these uh, opportunities. He's final. He's faced off against uh, Minoru Suzuki. He's faced off against CM Punk. He's faced off against uh, uh, many uh, uh, opponents, a worthy, I'm uh, not a worthy, uh, many high level opponents. He's facing mods and stuff like that. Very technically sound guy. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Good stuff uh, from him. Eddie Kingston, though, there's no way he was going to lose. He was absolutely a freaking hattie with his shit. Um, there were some spots where he took some damage, took some damage, and delivered the damage on, on to uh, 2.0. Uh, 2.0, kind of, I do I like 2.0. I like the whole. I guess, like, angry, white, yelling guy gimmick, I guess. But they do it in a nice way, because I like their accents. But Eddie Kingston did end up copying the win on that. Uh, does that little, uh, como se dice, the spinning back fist counter uh, from his, like, uh, from uh, Daniel Garcia's backwards maneuver. Did the spinning back back fist. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. Copped the pin to, pinfall to grab the victory. Good stuff on that end. Uh... After that, 2.0 uh, attacks uh, attacks uh, attacks Eddie Kingston, starts murking him, and of course, uh, Chris Jericho makes the save on that. What's gonna come up next? Is it gonna be maybe like a, a Chris Jericho, a Chris Jericho, uh, uh, Chris Jericho match against Daniel Garcia? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, I wasn't opposed to this match, that's for sure. I just want maybe a little bit more of character development 
from Daniel Garcia. But of course, much in like in the AW fashion, this is not the most important part. The most important part is the wrestling. Because as we know, this is a wrestling show. Holy shit. But hey, you know what? There's what separates us. I uh, mean, <clears throat> sorry, AW from the WWE uh, situation is maybe the prioritization of the actual wrestling. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Do you guys prefer more of like a character development kind of situation? Or do you prefer more that the wrestler is more technically sound? So the, the wrestler has is is an amazing wrestler, but he's as flat characterly as a piece of paper, then then what? You know what I mean? He kind of has to have something to it. You know, why are you a heel? Why are you a face? What do you, what do, you do? Like, what is what is this? Like, you know, that's to be like a little bit of something. Give me like a pickup line. Give me a catchphrase, uh, you know, or at least at the very end, like make like your special or your finisher uh, kind of a little bit, you know, like introduce it, kind of make it more like front and center. Like, oh, this is my badass finisher. This is my badass submission maneuver. Give me something to go by. Give me something to go by. And that will make, you know, these kinds of wrestlers, the ones that are kind of are falling a little bit flat two-dimensionally in terms of their character, will boost them up tenfold. I promise you, if Wheeler Yuta is like, hey, broski is like, I I, I, don't, I don't fucking know. I like cars or some shit like that. And he's like a, a Tokyo Drift kind of character. And this is just an example. Then we're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Two down. Cut promos and vignettes out of like Lambos and shit. I'm all with it. I'm all with it. But uh, all in all, AW Dynamite. Uh, I give that bad boy. Uh, I give that bad boy a three point five. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, not to disparage it. You know, it's a one through five scale. But uh, this this is the high standard. You gotta you gotta remember all the dynamites that you have seen up until now. Come on, a lot of good stuff. So three is not bad. Three point five high. Three point five at that. Rampage. Awesome rampage. Beautiful, nice, concise, sweet, one-hour programming. Boom. I like that. I like that a lot. When are you going to give me the two hours? I don't know. But I'm still chilling on this one-hour situation. I think we all are. And I think it's going great for them. Uh, now let's go ahead and move on to the next situation. Get you a, a, a quick snap a snap, 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 snapshot, snapshot of what's going on in the WWE Universe. <laughs> Uh, let's just go ahead and move on real quickly here. This is not the main focus of the show. Let me tell you what happened here. On the Raw, uh, a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit of, um, como se dice, how do I explain it? It's basically, I guess you can call it the aftermath of Survivor Series. Survivor Series was okay. It was whatever, I guess. Um, let's see, Riddle versus Dolph Ziggler ended up being like the first one. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, the bro uh, ended up uh, lining him up to hit the RKO for the win. I actually like that Riddle is using the RKO for that. If you guys don't see a father and son dynamic, uh, we're going to have to fill you in on that because 100% there is a father and son dynamic, not only with them, but with a lot of people here in the wrestling universe. Uh, I'm not going to get into that rant right now. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do another episode uh, when it comes to father and son relationships in the WWE universe. Uh, but... Moving on to the next situation, we had Bianca Belair versus Tamina. That was a match. Um, I don't know if, you know what I mean? It, it, it didn't even get enough time. It was whatever. I, I don't want to say it was the restroom break because it was. Uh, basically, Dewdrop uh, came out. Uh, 
came out. There was like a whole promo. Rumor has it though that whatever Dewdrop was doing was actually supposed to be the spot of Night Jax. But as we know, Night Jax has been released. Some had speculated between like the time that Night Jax was fixing to get released, when she was asking more time to help herself in her mental health. At the same time, was was allegedly the time where Dewdrop uh, started rising up in the situation. I don't know how real all of any of this is. Uh, don't say that you got it from us. But allegedly, that's what ended up happening. They basically just replaced Dewdrop. Uh, they replaced uh, Nanny Chacks with Dewdrop. Uh, sadly, I don't know. I don't know what the whole situation is with that. We're going to go ahead and look into that. It makes sense I know, though. Uh, look into that for you guys. After that, we have Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, uh, and the Street versus the Street Profits versus Omos and AJ Styles. Basically, just another, another, uh, another. How do you say, like another match, rematch sort of situation when it comes to the the whole Pizza Hut Pizza Hut fiasco in Survivor Series. If you don't know what that is, just Google it. It was weird, <laughs> super duper weird. Uh, jarringly weird. Let's just say that. Go back and watch Survivor Series and you let me know. How about that? Uh, basically, uh, it ended up with uh, Ford. Uh, he, when Ford was preparing to finish... When he was... Sorry. When almost was preparing, preparing to finish off Ford, basically uh, Dawkins... Uh, Angelo Dawkins basically just got him. Everyone disqualified when he sprayed almost with the set fire extinguisher. I feel like there could have been a lot of other times where... He basically could have just, the ref could have just, uh, to spend like, disqualified them a long ass time ago, but it didn't happen, I guess. Moving on, moving on, and pay attention here. Carmella and Queen Saliga, Queen Selena, my apologies, Carmella and Queen Vega versus Real Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. for the tag team, women's tag team belts. Now, hold on now. I'm just going to go ahead out there and say it. Uh, Selena actually hit uh, Nikki with, a, with the code red to win the titles. She called red in her end. They won the titles. What is that all about? Wait, no, no, no. I'm excited. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I actually, I'm actually all for the title change. I don't know if it should have came so soon. I know Gene was like, no way they're going to win. This is Monday Night Raw. But yes, just like an... Any any time in wrestling, anything can happen. Anything can happen, especially when you're like, okay, okay, okay. Especially when you least expect it is the best time for spooky stuff to happen. And I, for one, am with it. I'm for one with it. I thought it was only it was only fitting that Queen Selena be holding a title. Obviously, right? Uh, come on now, Carmela, Carmela, please lose the mask. I'm speaking, I know I'm speaking for like most of the WWE universe when I say they lose the mask. Come on now. Moving on to the next situation, Reggie versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander won. Um, cool. The 24-7 championship, I guess. That's weird. But of course, just like everything else. I, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Dana, Dana Brooke ended up uh, getting the pin on Cedric Alexander. And that was weird. Because Cedric Alexander won in a clean match against Reggie. And then Dana Brooke basically just come in to win the 24-7 championship. And then nobody dared to go after her, I guess, when she had the belt. 
And then I guess she just held the belt. No. So I guess Dana Brooke is now 24-7. <clears throat> Championship holder? I don't know what the status of that is. Don't know. Don't care. After that, Bobby Lashley versus Ray and Dom Mysterio. <sighs> Super weird. Super fucking weird. Lashley ended up winning uh, after he got the hurt luck on Dom. Damn. Bobby Lashley's really like, fuck them kids, huh? <sighs> Not a good luck on Ray and Dom. Damian Priest versus Apollo Crews. I like Damian Priest's new gimmick. Uh, basically, Damian Priest kind of trickle and hide kind of character uh, against Apollo Crews. All right. But I want to see... I want to see... Uh, say, say, Damian Priest in a more... Pro, uh, say, say, promising more like a more... A better role. Because obviously, I, I see this crazy amount of potential in Damian Priest. Uh, is he going to be WWE, WWE Championship one day? Yeah, 100%. And mark my words... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tweet that out later, that he will 100% be WWE Championship Champion one day. After that, we have Big E versus Austin Theory. How did Austin Theory get the, the, the title, ship, title match? Well, because apparently he found the egg, which I'm pretty sure you just extolled it, and it was with the cahoots with Sami Zayn. Oh, goddamn egg. Yes, the egg. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Red Notice. Yes, Red Notice is sponsoring Raw. Whatever. Anyways, Big E still ended up copying up the win, obviously, for fuck's sakes. Uh, is Austin Theory maybe going to be the championship champion one day? Probably, yeah. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, I guess Vince sees a lot in him. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm just scared. He just came up from NXT. Just came up from NXT. And uh, you know how that goes with these NXT call-ups. I'm just scared. Just scared how they're going to do him. But he seems to be one of Vince's boys. So we'll give him a shot. See what happens. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. We're talking about tri Triple Mania, Regia, Triple Mania, Regia. Uh, basically, Triple Mania's WrestleMania-level event. That's going to go down next Sunday. Very exciting stuff. Uh, basically, it's going to be an all-out situation. Uh, if you feel like this happened a few months ago, that's because it did. I don't know. Maybe because of the pandemic, they have to like, postpone it, move forward, and what have you. But what we do know, though, is these matchups. So let me go ahead and run over through these matchups. Let me give you a little brief description of what's going to go down. I highly recommend that you guys watch it. Now, is it hard to is it hard to get a hold of? Yes, it's kind of muscle manos band in the United States. You guys are gonna go ahead and want gonna wanna tune into their Discord server. Go ahead and go into the AAA Discord. Uh, just go ahead and type in AAA Worldwide. Log into their situation. This is gonna be on actually my apologies on Saturday, eighteen hundred hours their time. Uh, so you're gonna have to go ahead and check that out. Check that out. It's gonna be amazing. Sometimes you can catch like their shows about. A week or so in delay uh, after they come out, that'll get you like up to date to see what's happening. Because say, for example, this the Lucha Brothers have their whole other situation going down in New Mexico. Everybody has their own whole ass uh, situation that they're dealing with uh, down in Mexico. When it comes to like, AAA fighters, I've seen, I've had the pleasure of watching them wrestle uh, many a time here in my local. In my local town, if you don't know where my local town is, it's the one right next to Juarez. And you can pull that up. Juarez, Mexico. 
Uh, yes, I am in the United States. The other one. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to the matches. I don't know if these are going to be in order. I'm pretty sure this is in order in the way I have them. Let's go ahead and move down. We have the Lucha Femenil. This is the women's match three on three. We have Fabi Apache, Lady Shani, and Sexy Star. Fabi Apache, if you don't remember, she was the one that lost to Dinah Perazzo. Uh, in the last Triple Media, she ended up uh, losing against Dana Perazzo. That's why Dana Perazzo is still holding on to the AAA world title. Um, is she going to be defending it this time around? I don't know. It hasn't been announced. I hope so. There's still plenty of time to, to, to add more matches. Of course there is. There's always more time. Uh, after the, uh, Versus them, we have La Yedra, Flammer, and Lady Maravilla. Uh, Lady Maravilla and Sexy... And, oh, no. Actually, my apologies. Sexy Star had actually recently joined us on a few handful of months ago. Uh, glad to have you back, Sexy Star. Uh, these competitors, basically the first ones that I mentioned, that's the faces. The second one, we're talking about the heels. Uh, La Yedra uh, and Lady Shani have been having a long, uh, long-standing feud. I, for one, am excited to see how this is going to go. Now, if you want to see a hard-hitting like women's match, indie style, I highly recommend that you watch this. This is going to be good stuff. And that's about that promise. Uh, next up, we have... The Guerra de Tercias. We have the the triple three on three on three, which is Poder, de, Poder del Norte, Power of the North, versus Vipers, versus NGD. That's Nueva Generación Dinamita. New, uh, new Dynamite uh, Generation. Good stuff on, on these guys. I had seen the Vipers. It, you can actually see uh, the tag team Vipers in action. Uh, if you go ahead and tap on YouTube, you can type in Triple A Worldwide. One of those links, you should be able to uh, uh, go ahead and watch the full events on that. That's going to be a very exciting match on these three guys. Poder del Norte. I know these some crazy motherfuckers. They're about to throw in the damage. Nueva Generación Dinamita, NGD. They they actually had made their debut uh, a few pay-per-views ago uh, when they came over from CMLL. CMLL is the other company that's in uh, WWE, picture it like a like a, a WWE and Impact sort of situ- relationship that they have. It's going to be exciting. Uh, it's going to be hard hitting. I highly recommend that you that you watch this. Next up on the match card, we have uh, match of honor. This match, I want to say this is kind of like a, 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 a blood feud. Uh, this is going to be La Empresa. La Empresa is uh, DMT Azul, uh, Puma King, and Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis, yes, that's Sam Adonis, the one that you might know from your local promotion. He's also been killing it in A in AAA. My apologies. Uh, in AAA, he's just been killing it. Heel faction, I love it. Basically, they came in uh, just to fuck shit up. They're really bad, bad, bad guys. Psycho Circus. Uh, Dave the Clown ended up sticking around. Uh, go ahead and... Uh, Watch the, uh, my previous Triple uh, A review. Dave the Clown, pff, stellar guy. He was was previously not in the Psycho Circus uh, group. Psycho Circus is basically just a guys that are spooky, that are dressed as clowns. Spooky, evil clowns, but our faces somehow. <laughs> our faces somehow. So they're basically fighting for the honor of Triple A. Basically saying that this line, Bresta guys, can't just come on our turf. And just uh, be all willy nilly and fucking shit up. So Psycho Circus, very glad, uh, very excited to see what that's going to be about. That's going to be a lot of blood. I'm telling you guys right now. This I don't want to say maybe it's the entire culmination of said blood feud, 
but it's there's going to be chairs and there's going to be some damage chair shots to the head all the way and then so for the next one uh we have uh the for the triple a world title ftr cashes cash wheeler and dex harwood versus the lucha brothers pentagon jr and phoenix as we know ftr had copped the triple a world titles a handful of weeks ago on dynamite if i'm not mistaken they actually won the match somehow because they went in undercover as some randoms i don't know how all of that works out i didn't like it i didn't like this at all there could have been more of a backstory and more to do with this you know what i mean they basically just kind of like oh yeah ftr i'm in triple a now and we have the titles coolsies i'm down but give me something to go by give me something to go for like what is going on here what is going on tell me like why like i understand that ftr is heels but tell me why is the the the, the affinity to murk them with the low blow off stealing the triple a titles i'm not sure but it's going to be an amazing match the contrast between lucha brothers like high flying uh situation versus ftr's uh, very grappling style maneuver very technically sound hard hitting critical hits uh gonna be good stuff gonna be good stuff not not to disparage like the lack of you know the lack of backstory that we had to this it's what else it's gonna be a great match gonna be a great match uh next one we have a lucha especial which is gonna be basically uh two on two loretto kid versus a miss and oh uh, sorry loretto kid and a mystery guest versus dragon lee and realistico dragon lee and realistico uh realistico is actually the previous sincara from wwe yes that very same one that very very same one that's going to be very exciting dragon lee and realistico had to make their appearance a few pay-per-views ago uh basically just calling out and saying like hey fuck you guys we're going to escape now fuck you loretto kid loretto kid not with his usual partner uh hijo del vikingo because um, Hijo del Vikingo was scheduled to have a match against Kenny uh, on that same three-part mania, but we'll talk about that right now. And here, just a little bit, uh, semi-final match of the night. It's going to be yeah, basically a three-on-three, three, which is going to be the heel, a classic heels against uh, faces match. But this is the heels of heels, and this is the faces of faces. So Cain Velasquez, yes, that very same Cain Velasquez from UFC, has now crossed his way back over to the AAA zone. The Pagano, well, Cain Velasquez Pagano, huge shout out to Pagano. I love Pagano. Pagano, local wrestler. I'll say local because he's from Juarez. I love Pagano. He is one of the standard uh, flag holders in the face side of AAA. And, of course, Cycle Clown. Cycle Clown is actually uh, referred by some and revered by many as the face of AAA Worldwide Wrestling as of now. That's right. Yes, Psycho Clown. Yes, the name is Psycho Clown. Yes, he does look spooky. Yes, he does look evil. But he's actually a face. The faces of faces, though, the babyest of baby faces. You know what I'm saying? He's the people's champion. Okay, don't sue me because of that. But yes, he is the champion of the people. We love him. And they are going to be fighting uh, L.A. Park. Yes, that same L.A. Park. Taurus. Yes, that same Taurus from Impact. And Rey Scorpion. Good stuff. A lot of these wrestlers have a long, long, long history of going at it. And these are some sick motherfuckers in this match. Deadass. We're, ha we're having UFC guy. Kane Velasquez Deadass is going to throw some... Is going to hit hard. He's going to get that damage. Pagano. 
and Psycho Clown, Ellie Park Tartos, and Ray Scorpion. These are guys, these are guys that thrive in that deathmatch scene in that real, you know, chair shots to the head, candlesticks, really make them bleed kind of thing. These are some sick motherfuckers. And you're not gonna want to miss this one. This is gonna be shush, something, something for the books. I'll, I can guarantee that. Probably may even like steal the match of the night. Uh, in terms of the triple A championship. Kenny was forced to relinquish said championship because uh, he's he will be undergoing some uh, a handful of surgeries, if I'm not mistaken, and some recovery time. Uh, he hasn't had a time to recover since AEW since before AEW even started. So I'm sure he's a tired boy. Tired boy. He's gonna want to recover. And you know what? We're we're totally okay with that. It'd be like that, and it's all good. Uh, we wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, but like I said, the Triple A champion will now be held instead of a singles match of Hijo del Vikingo versus Kenny Omega will be a a, a five-person match for the Triple A title. And now this is very important. Pay attention here. We have we have some very important characters uh, that will be here with us. We're talking about the same, very same Hijo del Vikingo versus Samurai del Sol. Yes, that one. Versus Jay Lethal. Yes, that Jay Lethal. Versus Bobby Fish. Yes, that Bobby Fish. Versus Bandido. And yes, that same Bandido. Ah! Very exciting match. We got some big characters. Characters that you did not think of? Obviously. These motherfuckers. Interesting. Interesting. They're very interesting. We have a lot of representation on this one. We have a lot of motherfuckers trying to go for that. We have uh, XCML guys, X-Impact guys, current AW guys, ROH guys. Come on now. This is going to be one for the records. And again, this is going to be for the Triple Eight title. I know I know that for sure, for sure, uh, the Mexico boys, Hijo del Vikingo, Samurai del Sol, and Bandido, we're going to be wanting to get bring that Triple Eight title back to Triple A. Uh, that's for sure, especially after uh, Kenny's, <clears throat> Kenny's historic reign. As, as champion. He was champion for a long, long, long time. Unfortunately, since he's going to be out for a while, the AAA title must be defended, and it will be defended uh, this Saturday, uh, Saturday 4th of December, uh, 1800, 1800 hours their time. Uh, I highly, again, highly, highly, highly recommend you guys watching this. This is going to be uh very awesome. Uh, the only way to watch it to them, my understanding, you're going to want to want to go ahead and log into their Discord uh, situation or through their Facebook. I believe they do transmit it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, if you're not in the United States, uh, but lucky on you. If I'm not mistaken, it's the Space Channel, Canal Espacio, the Space Channel. I'm not sure if that's available in Canada, but this is the way to do it in Mexico. Uh, other than that, though, we will be giving you a full Triple uh, R recap and review of the AAA uh, Worldwide Triple Mania Regia in the near future. Uh, probably right after, maybe like on Sunday. So tune in for that one. Uh, highly recommended. Going to be very big stuff. If you want if you want deathmatch level stuff, if you want high-flying level stuff, if you want to see what your favorite, well, what some of your favorite wrestlers are doing, uh, not in the AW or WWE scene or in your current local scene, but in Mexico, you're going to want to watch this. I just want to play house. Play house. Play house. I just want to play house. 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 house
All right, everyone. So that concludes today's show. Uh, again, I'm glad for everyone tuning into this one. Again, I'm sorry, I apologize for Gene not being here. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try to give you guys some more new and fresher content, more, more up-to-date every time around uh, in order to do that. Sometimes Gene will not be with us, and that's okay. We miss Gene, but that'll just uh, make Gene, every time Gene is with us, that much more special. One. Uh, again, thank you all for joining us here. And like always, the first person to DM us about this episode, uh, about this episode, any comments, questions, concern, uh, tell me what you think. Tell me what you, what, what's your what's your favorite color and whatnot. Tell me what your status is. And we'll uh, and we'll send you an exclusive gift from watching from Ringside. You guys are going to love it. Uh, again, that's uh, at WFR underscore podcast, at WFR underscore podcast. But again, if you just go ahead and search watching from Ringside, we're going to go ahead and pop up right there. And if you want to go ahead and follow my personal account, that's at behind the back for two, uh, underscore you between each letters. But if you go ahead and type in behind the back for two, your boy will come out. Again, that's at behind the back for two. Uh, thank you guys very much. And don't worry, I'm okay. Uh, car accident. Couldn't kill your boy. I guess they sent him out to kill your boy, but it didn't happen. Just kidding. Uh, thank you guys. Y'all have an amazing day. And catch you next time.